This is Brad with Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi reporting from the Able Ideas Studio in Birmingham, Michigan. It's January 3rd. We're, uh, we're drinking Coney Island Brewing Company's Hard Root Beer today, and we're going to be talking about uh, basic geek news, our uh, favorite uh, things that happened in 2015, and uh, with us today is uh, Nick Moretti and uh, the Q, hi Q, um, Mark and Chris Stevens, our uh, artist aficionado, and Denver's on the control box. And um, what uh, what news do we want to do? We want to start with guys. Let's start with the uh, the Deadpool trailer. I think that was released on Christmas Day or right around there. So. Yeah, I'm I'm still recovering from a uh, a picture that came out on either Facebook or somebody's Twitter feed of uh, of the the movie. Uh, the movie display with a girl uh, <laughs> given what appear to be giving uh, Deadpool a blowjob, and I'm well, I he is quite the womanizer. I can't do anything about that right now. That but was so have, epic. who's who's seen it? Nick, have you seen yes, it? I have seen it, Brad. I'm sorry for the delayed response. Uh, my switch on my microphone was off. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. It was funny. <laughs> You got to give the marketing department of Fox a lot of credit for this. Yeah, I the mean, movie might be horrible, but it's well marketed. I mean, I'll be there opening day for sure. How do you I, think? It can't get no worse than X Men Origins. It can't get any worse than. What oh, they did I don't know. I, I believe in the power one, of miracles, so. man. I don't know. Really, Wolverine, X Men Origins, Wolverine—the way they played Deadpool in that. Oh, oh, oh! oh. I'm sorry. I that's what you, that I thought you meant. Sad. Like the quality what of the, the hell movie. Are you talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, that's not even canon. I, that was more like a what if story. You know, we all like to forget that. That was one, a bad dream. Let's just forget <laughs> that. Yeah. Ever so, can we, can we assume? I, I haven't seen it, but can we assume that in this movie it's going to be the same um, in the books and in the cartoons that somehow magically Deadpool knows. He's being watched by an audience. Is that's he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna turn to the? It to looks us very meta. Stuff? So I think oh, yeah. Yeah. that's so kind of a derivative of Spider-Man too. You know, Spider-Man would just go on and on and on and. Right, but that know. his whole show is a his whole show is a, a a commentary. He's always talking to himself. He's not actually talking to us. He's right. talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I seen the trailer. I like the part when he says, "You're too much woman for me," so that's why I brought him. Oh. <laughs> That's why I brought her. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That, that's the, and I see that. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait for this movie. Yeah. And I can't the, uh, wait for this. Have you seen the IMAX, the exclusive IMAX poster? Mm-mm. Where, no. Uh, I believe it's Deadpool is on Colossus' shoulders, uh-huh. and it says, bigger is better. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does anybody have any idea where Colossus is going to fit in uh, into this no. movie? or? No. Uh, the only thing that I know is that they... Uh, they didn't use the actor from the X-Men movies for whatever reason. Oh. I'm not sure why. It's a new guy. Really? Uh, and the original yeah. actor was kind of ticked off. He's like, why Why aren't I in the movie? Wow, I didn't uh, realize that. Is, is Deadpool played by the same guy as in Wolverine? Yes. Yeah, That's Ryan Reynolds is. That's pretty impressive, a bit yeah. of continuity then. Yep. Although. I think he's a producer in the movie, isn't he? I yeah. think he is, yeah. Yeah. He had yeah. To, it took his star power to get it off the really, ground. A lot of people really, I mean. It, it went through kind of development hell after Wolverine Origins, but there was such a, you know, just on the internet, everybody thought that Ryan Reynolds was sort of born for that role, and you know the 
that just kind of shows you the power of the internet and fans, and they kind of just brought well, it back. No, he wasn't it, born to play Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought well. he played Gambit in the Wolverine movie. He played. No, he, he played. No, that was uh, okay. But he was so heavily made up, you would almost not and recognize him. I got a feeling this movie is going to be so funny that it's probably going to get nominated for best comedy in the next <laughs> year's Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> it might. That'll be a win for us. Yeah. Well, the the thing that they they had to fight for was the R rating because I know that was kind of a controversial element is how can you make a Deadpool movie and it not be already yeah so I'm they had to keep R-rated. the budget really One really low idea they were thinking about was bleeping out all the vulgar words and keeping it PG-13 oh that would have been really funny yeah. but you know because yeah, you, that he wouldn't worked. have had any he wouldn't have had any uh any dialogue yeah. at all bleep, 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 right bleep, bleep, bleep. okay so it would have been, been hilarious it would have fit with the Deadpool it would have been very actually. meta you know yeah. so so Who's embarrassed to not? Uh, who's embarrassed for George Lucas? Yes, I, I think I think we we should all we should all some, uh, hold our heads down on. and be glad we're not his wife. We are referring she's of, probably still kicking him in the ass. We're referring right as we to speak. the Charlie Rose interview. Yes, not we just are pulling random oh, topics right. out of our <laughs> ass. Uh, George Lucas recently did an hour long interview with Thank Charlie you, Rose a couple days he wasn't ago. Happy. And uh, he really came across uh, inexplicably, as far as I could tell, as a as kind of a a bitter uh, uh, sour grapes. He he complained yeah. about movie studios um, worrying about budgets and not giving directors free reign to do anything they want. And and that lesson was learned in the early seventies when uh, Easy Rider came out, and all of a sudden every studio tried to find another Easy Rider, and they gave people like Michael. Chimino and Dennis Hopper and other directors like this, carte blanche, and they all made big flops. So that's when they said, well, screw this auteur business. This is still a business, and we're still going to keep an eye on the bottom line. Lucas outrageously says, well, when Russia was still the Soviet Union, you could make any movie you want as long as you didn't criticize the government. You know, In other words, America is worse than Russia for filmmakers. What the hell? Yeah, when well, you've got four really billion feel. dollars, I think your yeah. perspective yeah, he, is a little warped. You not know? To, and of course, most outrageously of all was his kind of sour grapes toward episode seven, which in my opinion, we all love it. And the fans. The fans love it. And, and he's bitter about the fact that, well, they did a retro movie for the yep. fans. A, we should make a movie for the fans. B... It isn't that so much that he wanted to make a retro movie as I think he wanted to make a movie that looked like it belonged in the saga as a whole in terms of its aesthetic, which the prequels do not. So they, they're actually doing a better job with his material than he himself had done, in my opinion. And I'll be quiet. Well, he lost me when he said he stood behind his, the, the three prequels. He absolutely lost me. It's like, dude... You, you stand behind Phantom Menace, just get behind the cardboard so when I shoot at it, I know I have a good chance of hitting you because he obviously has no idea what he's talking about. Plus, he made some fairly disgusting remarks, which I don't have to bring up. And then, of course, two days later, he's like, oh, shit, I just got my foot out of my mouth uh, because my wife was kicking me in the ass so hard, and uh, I'd like to apologize for being a douchebag. Um, yes, I'm a douchebag, and I apologize. I mean, what the hell, man? Well, it what? brings up a good point. Uh, not his current wife, but his first wife, Marcia Lucas, was an editor on the original three Star Wars movies. Oscar winner. Yep, and there was a really good article uh, written about her and how she was kind of the, whether you believe it or not, how she was kind of the, the, the key person behind those Star Wars movies. She was really the only one as Lucas's wife 
who could kind of call him on his bullshit and say, hey, listen, this isn't working, this is, keep that in, take that out. And uh, the fact that she wasn't there for the prequels, you know. That I, I speaks volumes. That. Yeah. yeah, I can actually see that. But uh, I think Nick was a little pissed off with that. <laughs> Well, there's no excuse for him. Yeah. He should be he should be proud of the fact that they are handling his property with such love and care, and that the fans love what's well, going on. But they he paid him be... enough money; he should shut the fuck up. Oh wow! Well, that should really do because he has no Four business. Billion. If he wanted, if he wanted to make the last three movies, he shouldn't have show, sold the show, and he should have made the movies him, him, himself. He should have never he stopped done making. He Why didn't he keep making? Because he's a douchebag. I thought I established he us that. Of all those years of Star Wars movies, there could have been. Did you see the part where he described how he related this to a marriage, and how he said it, at first, it's a clean when break you break up. up, you get away from it. And you don't drive by the house, and you don't, you know, call them up. But it's, he did not get dumped. He was the one who agreed to the divorce. And you know, it, it was a happy breakup. He acts like it was See, stolen from bag. him, and you know, now they're turning it into something it never was. Yeah, and he, the opposite is true. Well, what I'm saying is, he, you know, he, he, he said that you know he's trying to follow his own rule of, of a breakup, but then all of a sudden now he's coming out complaining about it. He feels dumped, is what it is. Yeah, that they, they, they use his treatment. So he dumped himself. I think, honestly, he's jealous. I think it's jealousy that the movie was much better than what he could do, and now he's coming off. They've already made a fourth of their investment, and it's not even anywhere near being done making money yet. Yeah, it's set to break all the records. It just passed Titanic as the, the, what, the number 25. two movie. So now it's on record or it's on track to right. break. I just heard the it, Avatar it passed records, at, uh, so. Avengers three. Yeah, it's, it's for global. Yeah, uh, so. And March 25th. Y- you guys know what's interesting, too, is that he divorced his uh, wife around the uh, Empire Strikes Back era. And if you noticed um, that Jar Jar humor started kind of bleeding into um, oh, Return of the Jedi. You, you know what I mean? Well, with the Ewoks and the, yeah. you know. The well, I, heard the I don't know if that's a fair were, comparison. Well, it's, I heard the Ewoks were pressure from the... Studio for toys, more for toys. toys. They're, supposed yeah. to be, they're supposed to be Wookies, right? They were yes. supposed to be Wookies, but the studio made him make Ewoks so they could sell more. Yeah, toys. I think that's an urban legend. I don't think anyone's going to tell Lucas what to put in his movie. Employ more midgets, except his yeah. wife, right? His <laughs> wife. I'm say his wife did. We don't know that either. That's all. You know, we'd have that. It's all supposition. That's She's true. just saying this. You know, whoever's saying this is saying it now. It's it's like. Now, all, you know, forty. Well, years and there's right. a lot of factors to why the prequels weren't as as, as good. good. It's as not a, just his ex-wife, sure, sure. obviously. Those prequels were lack, really flat too. The color, Kasdan. yeah, yeah. No Larry Kasdan. I think yeah. we yeah. should talk to a psychiatrist. Obviously, he changed his medication somewhere along the lines. Yeah, they need to up his dosage. I, well, <laughs> speaking of uh, other Star Wars news, Nick uh, has a good theory. I actually saw a video on it. Uh, on YouTube, the Snoke Plagueis yes, connection. Yes, there, there's first before I get into that. There's a couple. Um, I'm I'm really blown away by by the way that they are planning clues in this new Star Wars film to give us ideas. And they might a lot a lot of them might be red herrings, but there are some musical cues. And I don't remember if I mentioned this in our last podcast, but when when Ray catches the lightsaber before her duel with Kylo Ren. They cue the exact music piece. They cut and pasted it from the original Star Wars that is played when Luke says, I'm going to come with you to Alderaan. There's nothing for me here now. I'm going to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. 
that music is played in full when she catches the lightsaber, which of course gives us one more indication that she may be Luke Skywalker's daughter. Right. Everyone's saying that, but we don't know. But the Snokes, which I found, I would never would have put this together on my own, but in, in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, when Palpatine is telling Anakin about Darth Plagueis, it's in the middle of that performance that they're watching at the theater. And the music playing in that performance is this, this real low monotone. It's the exact same music that they play when they show Snoke's. Or not the exact same, but just barely different. In, in the okay. YouTube video, they line up the sheet music. There's a few extra notes in the new... In the Snoke song, okay, but it's almost identical beyond that. So I think well, that's, that's so. Could the villain be pal, pal, the Emperor's master? Could be. So the villain. we should we should Twitter to ah, John yes. Williams because only he knows for sure. Because night, we only yeah. know what they told him to do when he wrote the music. Well, this, this Pelagius character was supposed to be able to master. Cheat death. Exactly. And that's true. Oh my God. Exactly. That is true. That is true. looks like he like cheated a, death. Animated Six. corpse almost. Yeah. That's true. He did say that. Now, the other big theory floating around, well, there's actually four different theories floating around of who is Ray or who is her family, I guess. We talked about last week how we all think it's Skywalker, and there was a video that appeared briefly online. That uh, is was taken from the Disney Infinity game. I don't have it. I've never played oh, it. Oh, okay. But apparently, you can play any of the Disney characters, characters all yep. in the same game. From Marvel. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes, you have to. It's a great to, marketing point yeah. because you, in order to play those characters, you got to spend fifteen bucks and set it on top of the. Okay, let's the not extension. get sidetracked. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah. says the man with kids. The point of bringing that up well. was the fact that when you play Ray, you can fight Kylo Ren. And in the clip that I saw on YouTube, it very clearly says, fight me, cousin. Now, yes. wow. now Disney is saying that he's not saying cousin. He says curses. Now, to me, curses and cousin does not, not sound. sound all that similar. We didn't leak be, that. Now, the, the script for <laughs> episode eight has been written. So people out there do know what's going to be in that script, whether or not they reveal who her parentage is. Uh, that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, now, the other theory that we didn't talk about was that she is a Kenobi. Any she could be. She could be. Some, some of the there was a there was an interesting article that a guy wrote very speculatively. Of course, for one thing, she's the only um, protagonist with an English accent besides Kenobi. Um, Kenobi, we have no idea what happened between episode three and four. It's possible he found a, a true love and oh. had oh. a kid. He wasn't born yet, though. I mean, that's no, no, it would be Kenobi's granddaughter. But oh, it'd be Kenobi's granddaughter, granddaughter. right? But oh, we know he did that have a Kenobi's kid. That remains to be seen. Oh, we don't know. Right. You okay, can pull that out of a hat. And probably not a man. It could have been a woman. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And it then it could have just been yeah. her mother. Yeah. I, I still like the I still I like, like the Skywalker. The Skywalker's uh, theory that she was placed on Jakku to keep her out of the way of the uh, stormtrooper um, uh, s slavers. Yeah. Well, actually, the the other theory uh, that kind of not debunks that, but the they're saying that the reason she's on Jakku was not because of the stormtroopers, but because of the Knights of Ren, so that she was known as a force sensitive child. And they didn't want the Knights of Rend either coming uh, to kill her or, or recruit her. One of her parents were just uh, 
one of the Jedi that Luke was training. Yes, and that's one of the theories. That's the fourth oh, okay. theory, I was see. that she be. is not related to anybody. She's just a very Force-sensitive child, and that she was hidden away. And they kind of pull an Obi-Wan, if you will, which some people are leading to think that that's why she's a Kenobi. We see Max von Sydow at the beginning... Right. On Jakku, not far away from where Ray is hidden out at. He could have so been like he, keeping an eye on yes, her. Yes, he's pulling over an Obi Wan Kenobi well, kind he of. He was no Jedi, or he wouldn't have been killed. So well, he knows where Luke is, so he has to have some connection, right, to so Skywalker and his true. temple. Another parallel is it was Ray who found the old case with the lightsaber in it, just like Ben pulled it out and gave it to Luke, and she. Returns the lightsaber to Luke just as Obi Wan did in A New Hope. And, and technically, so, who owned that lightsaber longer than anybody? Obi Wan. <laughs> Obi Wan had it he longer had it than Luke did. Years. Had it longer than Anakin did. So that's, that's the theory. So there's also the Solo theory, but I think we've all pretty much agreed. Yeah, that's Obi Wan's daughter. <laughs> no, Porkin. She's a Porkin. I'm standing by that. Now, should we mention the, a few things that were confirmed in Ray's vision by the Episode 7 script? Um, the Episode 7 script has been submitted to the Academy for of, of Most Picture Arts and Sciences for uh, Oscar consideration, and, and things are on the page that confirm a few things. In her vision, it is Cloud City that she sees when the when she first touches it and the hallway lights up and you hear a breathing sound. Ewan McGregor did come in to record a line that's hidden in the voices mixed with Alec Guinness, another potential for an Obi-Wan connection because she hears Obi-Wan as Alec Guinness and as Ewan McGregor. In, Both in the, young in, and old versions. Wow. And it says, this is your first step, Ray. I believe that's what the line is. And Correct. what does he yes. say to Luke? You've taken your first step into a larger world. And it is a group of Knights of Ren standing around, which makes the Plagueis thing interesting because Plagueis, of course, was a Sith who believed in the Master and Apprentice only two at a time. But obviously with Knights of Ren, there's like four or five Knights of Ren standing around. Mm -hmm. Another speculation is that when you see that image of Luke putting his hand on R2, there's a fire. There's a fire in the background, and they think it might be the Jedi Temple burning. Yes. So it might have been a shot from the destruction. Because she's seeing the past and the future. She also sees herself as a child screaming as her family flies off from Jakku. Um, so a lot of these things confirmed in the script. I believe the novelization comes out this Tuesday, which is I think the fifth or sixth of January, and that will also have a lot of that confirmation. I can't wait to get my hands on that. So I babbled a lot, guys. Go ahead. So no, no, let's. What else is in the news that uh, we want to see? They released a 20 minute behind the scenes video for the new X Files series, which starts at the, at the end of the month. Any, any X Files fans? Because here? Californication has uh, finally been canceled and hey, hey, Mulder hey. needs some work. Hey, 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 yeah. hey. I'm very excited. I, I right. thought I didn't quite understand and still don't really understand what happened in the final season regarding Scully and Mulder's relationship. I thought they had a kid together, but I don't remember what happened to the kid. The kid kind of had powers, and I don't know what happened. They go into this. Wow, I totally missed that. Or they go that into that <laughs> during the behind-the-scenes. Okay. And they talk about how she was essentially given up for adoption and how it's kind of haunted Scully oh, all these years. okay. And that's part of why, and this is not a spoiler because they're revealing it in this video, that... Mulder and Scully are no longer romantically linked. They right. don't work together. They've totally separated. 
And so I think part of that is due to the fact that Scully's so torn up over what they had to well, do. Well, they weren't even romantically involved in the second movie. I mean, the second movie was a real disappointment. It didn't really address anything. It was just kind of a mediocre well, episode was, of the yeah, show. Yeah, it was exactly like an episode. Really. And not a very good one. No, no. X-File is so complex. Like, you just get it's lost. Ten years of my life I'll never get back. I mean, well, I mean, it's not like it was a bad show. It was a great show. Great show is just... Complex. Oh yeah, complex. Yeah, they always had the mythology episodes, yeah. which was the continuing storyline, and then they had probably more standalone episodes, episodes yeah. with all the creature of the week kind of stuff, yeah. which were a lot of fun. Right, De- yeah. debunking urban legends, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was exactly. just a complex show. I just that's all I can say about it. Does it's anybody remember the roach show? episode where they just couldn't kill the roaches? They just kept stepping on them and. No, that I was don't. just one of the. Oh, that no, the one that I remember was the uh, the <laughs> inbred show. brothers, yeah. and I think they only aired that on network primetime once because it was they got so many complaints and people said it was so graphic and shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure in syndication it's played over and over. And over again, yeah. They just kind of Fox basically pulled that episode from the rotation. So it's like episode two, episode four. Wait, wait, where's three? No. <laughs> Well, my my history with X Files, I saw the pilot, okay, and for whatever reason, I think I, it was originally on Friday night, and I was always working Friday, so I yep. I missed it. So I'm like, all right, let me give this X Files a chance again, and so I sat down to watch it. I finally had a night free, and it was the pilot again. <laughs> so I was like, Bit, forget it, I'm not watching this show. And it took me like two three years of everyone saying how great, great it, was it was until I finally was able to. Yeah, once yep. it was moved, then I was able to. Well, I just I catch actually up. just got my mom the first season for oh, nice. Christmas. Oh, good. So and they are know, they're all yeah. streaming on Netflix as well yep. if you want to catch wanna? up. Huh? Oh, my mom loves X Files. Well, she loves I she loves it more than I do. <laughs> she loves I and I like science fiction, but I used to sit there at X Files and be like. This is so complex. <laughs> yeah, if, if, just, if you try to jump in midstream sure, with the mythology oh, episodes, mm-hmm. forget it. Yeah, forget you're it. not going to catch so. You miss one episode, you might as well just stop watching it. Well, the, <laughs> the other new uh, item out in the last over the last couple of weeks was the reveal, no footage, but just the first pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch in the full Doctor oh, Strange okay. costume. I cannot, and it's killing me because I'm a DC fan, but I cannot wait for Doctor Strange. I can't. It, the, the cast looks amazing, and I was going to actually ask Nick to try to shed a little light on this. He's our resident Doctor Strange expert. We've got, uh, we've got Rachel McAdams playing an unidentified character, uh, but she is a fellow surgeon. So I don't know if there's any kind of character in the Doctor Strange universe that's similar to that. Not that I know of. A colleague uh, or anything like that. In some of the early episodes, he had uh, protégés. He was always teaching um, girls with a magic inclination on how to do magic. Just girls? Well, they were were wearing usually pink leotards and whatever, but I've read a number of the um, the old episodes. Clea. Yeah, the thing is with Doctor Strange is my knowledge of Doctor Strange is pretty much the Stanley Steve Ditko run, the classic run of the 60s, but that pretty much established everything in that run. Mm -hmm. And... uh, 
you know, I know Mordo is in the movie. I don't know if the Dread Dormammu is in the movie. That's his main villain. Those were the tales to suspense. Uh, kind of? Strange tales, Strange tales. right? And then, yes. and then later in the seventies, it was the Defenders with he was where he Defenders. teamed up with Hulk and uh, Namor. Yeah, those were the ones I read as a kid a yeah. lot. There is an unnamed villain. They haven't like the. Uh, the female lead. They mm-hmm. haven't released who the the main villain is, but they he is being played by Hannibal. What's his name? I'm totally drawing a blank. Oh, Anthony Perkins. No, 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 no. Uh, the current Hannibal. Sorry. Oh, I thought you meant Michael Hannibal Lecter. Like yes, Mads. Mads oh, from the A Team, Hannibal. No, no, no. no. Oh. No, the guy. I don't know what this no, has. He played the bad guy in Casino Royale. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. He's good. yeah. You should be. You should all be ashamed for not having watched Hannibal. That's the best network TV show that they've had on in the last couple of years. No it, it was a no, no, no. I'm, I'm not even joking. Imagine David Lynch directing Silence of the Lambs. It was <laughs> unbelievably good. Yeah, you got to check it out. So good. And Mads Mikkelsen plays Wait, David Lynch. Hannibal. Twin Peaks, worst, best, craziest, strangest. Well, we'll get into Twin Peaks okay, next year. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I so, and then we've got uh, Tilda Swinton playing the Ancient One. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they got to do stuff like that. Why can't he be an old Chinese guy living in the Himalayas, like in the comic book? They got to change everything. I don't know. The movie, my main thing, okay, they can do whatever they want. I want this movie to look like Steve Ditko's artwork in the 60s. I want Mm. crazy floaty things all over the place and floating stairways to doors to other dimensions and all well, these creepy, magical creatures. I right. hope it has all that. Go to Entertainment Weekly, because that is one of the stills that they've released. I did is, see that. Is Doctor Strange kind of floating on his back in this weird, cosmic-y, yes. psychedelic-looking thing. And, so, of course, Doctor Strange's ghost can leave his body and fly around. Well, I, mean, I just hope they have all of that. It could be one of the best superhero movies we've seen. Something different. It's such a, it's, something yes, different. it's so different, different from the guy in the tights beating people up. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, Doctor Strange ain't nothing to be trifled with. And so. even though we kind of rip on the Green Lantern movie, you know, it had some, I thought that um, production value-wise, I thought it was great. I mean, the space scenes. Well, they spent the, a lot well, of the, 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 the visual other, effects the galactic, were, were the, you know, wonderful. The, the space aspects of the Green Lantern movie I thought were really impressive. Well, that's supposedly the rumor is that that's what they're focusing on with the this rebooted Green they Lantern. They need to focus on was, the story. They're going to call it the Lantern Corps, basically. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would make that would make it easier because whole group. Right, it's called Lantern. <laughs> Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, I heard it was supposed to be um, Hal Jordan and John Stewart in both of them. I didn't either. I well, I. It was just good. I, I, I mean, talk how about much better could a, a better could a Green Lantern movie really have been? You know, it, it could have been twenty times better. Really, I mean, the, really? Uh, yeah, I the so. animated the animated show was actually times. very good. Yeah, it was it was actually um, it was actually I mean, bingeable. It. They did okay. the... It, it, the the writing was good. Lots of good jokes. See, the the thing that I I I'm, I really feel bad about for a lot of these movies. The reason why they fail is because there's no humor in them. Yeah, you know, action movies. You know, the Especially guy, the X-Men movies. Right. They, they There's just movies. no humor in them. It, the, the movies that do the best are the ones with at least... Let's say half a dozen belly laughs through the whole movie because there's got to be there's satire and irony and there's got to be somebody cracking wise yeah. because that's the only way to break the tension. The Avengers do those do that exactly. Very well. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're so they successful. Yeah. They did too much into it. Yes. 
In real um, humor, not Jar Jar stepping right, in shit. Right, right, exactly. You know, exactly. you know what's interesting is that the um, <laughs> that stop the, talking uh, about Jar Jar. The like the CEO of uh, Warner Brothers said that with DC we're gonna we're gonna get rid of that like Marvelish camp and we're gonna have grittier, darker stories. But that's and because it's be yeah. more appealing. No, yeah. it won't because DC's heroes are grittier and darker. Ooh, than that's Marvel's a are. that's a great transition because the news that I have is somebody on our panel has provided me a link to see the CW's new premiering on January 11th, Legends of Tomorrow. And that You're was it, thank you, sir. No um, it's uh, it, it's a great new show. It brings everybody together. Um, I haven't read the books version of the story because I know it's got to be one. But it brings everything from uh, Flash, Flash and Arrow, and Arrow uh, the, the together. Hawkman, yeah, um, Adam, uh, Firestorm, Heatwave, and Doctor Cold, Cold, or whatever his name is, Captain Doctor, Captain whatever. Cold, and Heatwave. It just makes but no me think Supergirl of the prisoner. Con- it's not Supergirl continuity. No, no. no. The, the funny part different is, network. Well, but the funny part is CW and CBS are both Paramount, so they technically can do a crossover. And it's the same production company that yeah, does all that right. three does all or four now four coming out. And right, but if if you watch the uh, if you follow the link in in Q's tweet. Um, and just sit there on YouTube. You can watch every trailer for every character yep. for like a half hour. Over and over. High production value in the trailers. Well, it's a limited series from what I read, so that's probably why they can afford to yeah, they're gonna pump wh- up the uh, special wh- effects. What I think they're going to do is, well, I know I heard the rumor that in the first season is going to be this core group. Then in the second season... They're going to take somebody out and add like different characters. So mix it up a little mix bit. Mix it up because each villain needs a different aspect to it. So her Constantine is going to be in season two. That'd be cool. Then uh, so, which like they talking about bringing Constantine on as regular roles anyway because a lot of the fans really like the Constantine. Yeah, show. good character. The, the just show bad was show. Yeah. The show no, the show wasn't bad. It was just it comes on at ten o'clock on what a Tuesday or Monday. <laughs> Who's gonna? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're in the middle of the work week. Nobody's gonna stay. They up need to bring in more of the Earth Two characters. I agree. Like Doctor Fate and the Sandman. That's what oh, I right know. Yeah. Well, that was Guillermo del Toro was those, trying. Those are Golden Age characters. They, start. they yeah. brought in the the the, old, the Earth Two Flash. They can bring in all the other Earth Two characters. That's true. You mean Jay? They broke Trump. Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick they brought in. Yeah. Well, oh, technically, cool. yeah. yeah. Technically, he's so Justice the original Justice flag. Society well, characters. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. These are Justice oh. Society exactly. characters you're talking Earth about. Two, yeah. They brought Earth Two into this. Well, Interesting. Into the if you show. remember cool. that one episode of Smallville, when um, the first episode, the first two episodes were uh, Icicle. Killing Icicle Jr., killing all of the Justice Society members for locking up his dad. So he killed uh, Alan Scott. He killed the Sandman. He was killing off all of them. He killed, so Dr. Fate came back. And uh, so Smallville is really the only one that I've seen that had Dr. Fate. It had Stargirl, Hawkman. Is there, and, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man had an episode with Dr. Fate. The, the, Nova put his helmet on and went crazy. Are they going to be bringing Tom Welling into this uh, CW show too? Uh, for no, Tom Welling. I think he's exclusively Flash. I don't think he's crossing over. 
Tom Welling is was Smallville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he you're sucked. talking about uh, bringing first of all, Superboy. Clark, Superboy. Yeah. I like Clark Kent. No. Into no. into the Flash. No. The reason Tom why they're not going to bring Batman wear, into it either. He right, wouldn't even wear the the the, the sh- remember the last scene of Smallville when yeah. he pulls up. He would not wear the suit. He wouldn't wear the suit. He wouldn't, or they didn't want. No, 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 no. Tom Welling refused to wear the suit. The curse. He was afraid of the curse. Yeah, the man boobs. He was afraid of the man boobs. He was afraid. He said every actor that's ever put on a suit, <laughs> something bad happens. I'm sorry, so they don't have and they don't have a career. And look where he his said, career is right now. And that's all I'm saying. I'm about to say, what, what was the only movie he was in that remake of The Fog? The right. Fog. Yep. Uh, cursed. Cursed. So I'm like, and so that it's whole like scene Blake. where he's flying up, saving the plane, and moving the plane, and all that, the suit was CGI. All right, so we don't get accused of being the CW recap uh, show. Okay. Let's just <laughs> jump over me. real quick to the new movies this week. Mark, I know you saw a couple new ones that aren't Star Wars. The Hateful Eight. I saw that on Christmas in 70 millimeter. It was the road show, and I really enjoyed it. This was sort of like Tarantino. Tarantino he, he, he's a big film homage type guy, you know, and he likes to homage movies, especially the spaghetti westerns. And he's a big fan of John Carpenter. And I kind of like looked at this movie sort of like a western version of The Thing. That's what it felt oh, like. Geez. These guys all locked up in like an enclosed area during a snowstorm, and somebody <laughs> is not who they say they are. And so they're trying to figure out who it is, sort of an Agatha Christie type. Well, thing. and Morricone did do the score to and, and the thing and to the Hateful Eight, so yes. there is a connection there. Yes, for sure. So nice. and the movie was just exceptional. Great and, dialogue as usual. But my, my only thing with Tarantino is is his style of characterizations is all every character is like very intelligent, and they know everything about someone else they 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 don't know everything about who somebody is and it's sometimes you start to go well these guys are just way too smart sometimes in these movies but it's interesting because it makes for great well there's plenty of dumb characters in the movie though to balance it out (laughs) but they they talk smart they 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 seem to know everything these are like know-it-all characters uh, but well, even I dumb people love... know a lot about certain things. things so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, I love. But you know, he rarely writes a character who doesn't talk much. Like the, one of the. No, the, no, he's a very talky. The, yeah, the only character in a movie that I could think of in one of his movies, but what was it really? His character was the De Niro character in Jackie Brown, who he didn't really talk no, much. No, not at all. At all. But that was that was Elmore Leonard character. It right. wasn't really him. But like all his other guys, they're just very gabby, you know. And which which is interesting, but it's sometimes it starts to get a little predictable. That's his Here's what I loved about the movie was that the uh, they set you up that the main character is Kurt Russell, but he is definitely not the main character. Oh, so that's what I it's, thought it's was the, great. It's the Samuel major. It's uh, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's what I because he's the narrator, about. isn't he? I'm not gonna. No, he's not. But I'm not gonna reveal anything. I don't want to oh, do yeah. any spoilers. Yeah, I still want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a great. There was also parallel McCready and Childs. Yes. (laughs) Another thing thing connection. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to check this out. Yeah, Yeah. got black guy, but but there are two lead characters. Right. Now the 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 one complaint that I've heard against it was that it was too long. Now I saw I did not see the roadshow version. I wasn't able to make it, uh, but I saw just the regular. They're still version. showing it. You can still see it in seventy millimeter alongside the thirty. Still playing it, yeah. Jaren, but the uh, the difference is it's about fifteen to twenty minutes that shorter. Is co- that is correct. And so 
I did not have a problem with the length at all. I thought it, it flew by really fast. But there was no intermission in the no shorter overture, version. No intermission. And then there was six extra minutes in the Roadshow version. So maybe those three elements made it go by faster for me. It'll just make us all buy the DVD. Yes. Or rent both, it if it's good. I versions. enjoyed the fact there was an intermission because I really had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a lot of Thank people's you, problems Quentin during Tarantino. Star Wars. Signed, Mark's Bladder. Well, a little plug for the app Run P. Great app if you guys haven't used it where it tells you like what the slow moments yeah, of a movie are. Yeah. So if you're going to go to the bathroom to go then. This is when it, it tells you when to go. I do want to go back to the Morricone score. That was a it was awesome, awesome score. It I hope awesome. it gets nominated. Yes. That was, I was, was on YouTube and I like... Listen to it like a bunch of times. It was very reminiscent of his classic spaghetti western scores, but it but wasn't just a rehash. It reminded me of the thing, know. too. Yeah. It was another. It was, it was very. Well, because it was more ominous and yes. eerie than a typical spaghetti western. But let's, uh, let's so not. So, what else? Too what much. other movie came out? The Big uh, Short. Oh, which is. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. Who's in that? that stars movie. Batman, another great. I say, yeah. Oh. Academy Keaton Award. And, uh, Cal- no, not Michael Keaton, the other Batman, the better Batman. With, with the funny face. Christian guy. Bale. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and uh. it stars Will. Uh, no, not Will. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Um. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Oh, and Brad yeah. Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yep. And, um, and what's the Christian what's the premise? It's actually about three different groups of guys that all uh, bet against the market right before the oh. housing market crashed. Oh. So I guess there's this thing called shorts. Yes, there's you're shorting. You yes. you you make betting a stock's going to go down. Yeah, you yep. you yeah. somehow managed so, to. Didn't Mark yeah. go to jail for that? Well, that was insider trading, but. Uh, so basically, the Christian Bale character was the first guy to discover this. And so he had a small brokerage, and he basically invested everything that he had that, that the, the housing market was going was gonna to burst, the bubble was going to burst. And everyone was just laughing at him, I mean, to his face, because yeah. it had never crashed ever right. before. And so then these other groups kind of caught wind of what he was doing, they did. They crunched the numbers, and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's right." And so you had these three different groups that were basically telling the world, "Hey, this marking the the, the whole economy is gonna basically go in the dumper pretty wow. soon." And everybody Thanks, just laughed them, laughed them right up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, but it's a great anyway, movie yeah. because it's the reason why I liked it was that it's kind of this heavy. You know, financial material, but they do it in such an entertaining way. Like the original Wall Street. Yeah, but even better. Oh. Because you've got the drama, but then you've also got a lot of comedy. Okay. Because uh, the director is Adam McKay, who does uh, a lot of the Will Ferrell movies. He's his partner, I think, in uh, uh, Funny or Die. Yeah. He did, you know, the Anchorman movies. The, I think it's just the, the Gary Sanchez production. Yes, they have their own production company. So uh, he does, like, there's great little things that he does, you know, when they're talking about a lot of the financial stuff. You know, Ryan Gosling narrates, and he looks right into the camera, and he says, it's all boring kind of stuff. You're not going to listen to me. Here's Margot Robbie in a bubble bath. She'll explain it to you. Yeah. So she's sitting back. Sipping champagne in a bubble oh, bath. Oh, she's in uh, Suicide Squad. Yes, that Martin yeah. Robbie. So he does. Haven't we just, waited long enough for Suicide Squad? When is that movie coming out? Yeah, I think it's cool. No, no, that, that's it. Uh, let's let's just quickly t- let's put the beer 
in oh. the comics, beer, and sci-fi. What did everyone think of the um, uh, Coney Island Mines Brewing Company's hired is, is that in, It's in, gone. In that's what I think I, of it. I've, I've been drinking this for now for maybe like three months, and it's, it's very enjoyable. Three months for one beer? That's a very, <laughs> you're a very bad drink. with you for, kind of for 90 days. This kind of beer. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that's alcohol yeah, what abuse. What about this specifically? Because I know there's the I, other. Not your father's. Not your father's brand. brand. Not your father's. This is the brand I drink. Okay. Uh, and, and I've, I've always I like this better than not your father's. This, oh, really? has, this yes. has a better flavor of Sweeter. sarsaparilla. It's, yeah. Okay. But it, no, does, it does have an alcohol aftertaste. Not that, your father's that, is too sweet to me. Not your father's taste. Not your father's tastes like beer. Not your father's not root beer. Man. That's my. Like, that's why I, I don't like drink it. But I like this one better. I cured but this my is way better. Not your father's. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely want to go get some hot dogs with chili and drink the hell out of this root beer. All right. Well, any suggestions for uh, next times? Uh, what should we drink next? Angry uh, Orchard. Uh, what about uh, the? You wanted the same brand, or uh, there's a ginger ale. There's a hard. Uh, not your father's ginger ale. I'm willing to give that a shot. Oh, all right. For, for I anybody, did a, I did see a new movie this week. I forgot oh, to you mention. Did? Oh, it's not really in our category, and I wanted to mention it because I want to warn everyone to stay away from it. Um, <laughs> it's called Daddy's Home with Oh my God, the horribly unfunny uh, Will Ferrell in my horribly opinion, unfunny, and, I agree and with the you talentless Mark Wahlberg. Talentless. So enjoy. Oh wait, whoa! This is another comedy that shows that the, the America is getting dumb. This is the dumbing. It wasn't. I saw this last it, night. It, it was. It was crap. What did you see? Daddy's home. It what, was crap. It was. What, what was it? I saw enough of it funny, in the trailer that I knew I didn't. It would have been a good drama, actually. I heard they kind of positioned it as a family film. Yes. Is that? It just wasn't with a bunch of kids. It's, it's dumb. Yeah. It's really it condescending just, to anybody who's ever, um, whose parents have ever been divorced. Um, that it it's just so offensive on so many levels. The the father trying to make up for the fact. That he's, he's not an there, and the it stepfather. I really don't like Will Ferrell. I can't. It's just so. I never liked him either. I don't understand. He, you know, the, they try to do things. They try to do physical comedy in this movie, and it's just pathetic. You can't accept the premise when the premise is ass. I don't and know. I, what and I don't mean. I don't mean rectal. I mean. I mean just stupid, like donkey. Man. I mean, just horrible movies. Of money, and it's gonna have a sequel. I know. I no. That. Yes. Yeah. Somebody needs a. Somebody needs a. Michael this Bayman is just. Was. This is just do them doing well a sequel too. to uh, the, the other movie they did together. The other guy. The cop movie. Oh, the yeah. Step Brothers yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. There was a cop movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called the other guy. Where, yeah. The where, Rock where Will, and Sam Jackson. Will, Will Ferrell wasn't allowed to use a gun. He's a cop, and they gave him a, a, a look like a wood banana. That he's yeah. gonna shoot, shoot because he discharges his weapon inside the office. He would have been fired. He wouldn't have been allowed to stay there. It's It's just a horrible premise. I'm just sick of Mark Wahlberg in every movie. He's not very good. He's got no career. I don't don't get the Mark Wahlberg thing, except for Generation X women who were in love with him when we were kids because he did underwear ads. The only thing I ever liked. I heard Lone Survivor was really good, though. Knights and The Departed. Yes, Only he was good. He was good like the shooter, I'll give him that. No, wasn't he the? Wasn't he, was he the, the, the shooter? Bunch? He did that. He was the the sniper or um, lone no. survivor. No, 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 no. He, he wasn't lone survivor. Oh. And then he there was, was shooter. He was a, he was a, a yeah. gunnery sergeant. Yeah, but was that was, a good movie? I mean, it actually it was. It, it was shooter. shooter, 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 shooter. Because because they had accused shooter him. Was good. They had set him up to be. They used him on a job, then set him up to commit a murder. Which he didn't do, but they used his rifle with his bullets, supposedly, and he proved in court why it wasn't him, and it was brilliant. 
It was really a good. It movie. really. Shooter I mean, it, it may not have been well acted, but it was very well you written. You stick to your comic books. Anyways, me 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 me. Back and to Mark Suicide Squad. Back to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the, the the main topic for today is uh, we're gonna look back at 2015. Mm, so, 2015. guys, what were your favorite movies of 2015? Nick, Star Wars. <laughs> no other good movies. No other good movies. Uh, let's see. Uh, not. Uh, I thought the Poltergeist remake was really, really good. Um, yeah, that was kind of an underrated. Yeah, uh, that was a real movie. surprise. Um, and in uh, besides Star Wars, I have to say those. Were, and then I saw Krampus, and that was outstanding. Oh yeah. And uh, those were my big three picks for 2015. Q. Uh, Star Wars. Um. Okay, you think about it. Yeah, I'm gonna think um, about that. Star I, I'm, Wars. I'm, I'm what the hell have you been doing for the last forty <laughs> minutes? I know. Like, <laughs> the funny part is, I, I. Okay, well, listen. I think this was a horrible year, probably the worst yeah. year for superhero Hero movies. movies. Yeah, we were talking you know about what? it earlier. There's only three: Fantastic Four, Four. Flop. Yep. Avengers two was yep, which was kind of a rehash of the first Avengers. Yeah, and then there was Ant Man, which I like. Oh, Ant Man! I forgot about Ant Man. Ant Man was Ant-Man. cool. Kind of a, it was a, I would say it was a lesser Marvel movie. Yeah, like a yeah. B team. Yeah, B team. Yeah. I mean, it was very oh. entertaining, but you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't put so, it up there in the. I smiled. The yeah, it was I fun. liked Ant Man. I liked I liked it more than I liked um, Avengers. Yes. Yeah, I will give I you liked Ant Man more than that. Avengers. I liked. Uh, um, you didn't like Ultron. I like James Spader as Ultron. I like James Spader. His God's you can tell that man to man. read the phone book and it'll come. Oh yeah, off he's perfect. got an amazing voice. Brad, what are your uh, picks? Um, I I liked the Star Wars movie. I liked uh, uh, Tomorrowland. I, I thought it was a great premise. Jurassic World. Um, it was um, it was very good. Um, I'm I'm still on the fence about Jurassic World. I think I could have watched it like three or four more times to really pick it apart. I mean, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it wasn't the greatest. Pick everything um, apart. Jurassic World Thank is you. a very entertaining movie. I don't yeah. think it's a good movie by any but means. I, and but I it's also very don't entertain. There, yeah. there wasn't enough science in it for me to qualify it as science fiction. Well, that's um, because. That's all right. You don't, you don't have, have to make it. You don't have to make excuses for it. Back then, we that's what we wanted. So we wanted to understand the science of it. This generation. Well, I, I wanted to be a biochemist when I was a kid. Pulling stuff um, apart. Right. They I just want to see. I totally, but pulling see, I understand apart. the science. That's not the part of it. The being relating relating to a theoretical six foot tall, three and uh, three hundred fifty pound razor toothed. Uh, uh, standing, standing uh, alligator for all intents and purposes that can run forty miles okay, so an hour. Having, it, I, I can't deal with that premise. That, that aside, Th- this isn't your worst picks of the year. No, 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 no. no. I like the movie. I'm just, it's, it's. The more I watch it, the more I'm. Uh, yeah, okay, my QA, like, my EQA comes out. Home. Home. <laughs> Do you know? I read the book. I read the book too, and the book was There's actually book? there was a. It's from oh. a book, yeah. It's a it's a young adult. It's a young adult book. Brad's talking about the animated movie with right. Jim Parsons and yes. Rihanna. Yes, doing the voices, and they were that they counts. were actually Alien they were actually very good. Movie. Yes, well that that was actually a better a better thing. That's if if Independence Day didn't go off as we planned, 
that's what the movie that's, is. Home. That's the comedy version. And it, and it was very, it was very funny. There's a lot of good laughs. None of the kids laughed while I was laughing, which was fine. I don't mind. Well, Steve Martin was in it, and he was great. Yes, he, he's made to do animated voices. I don't know why he yes. hasn't done any. It was, but. it was a very enjoyable movie. Um, the rest of it kind of pales, like you said. I was not Im- that impressed with the um, the superhero movies. I would have liked. I mean, Ultron could have gone a different way. I, I, I like that they're trying to bring in, um, uh, what is it, the X-Men, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. But he, he should still be alive. They shouldn't have killed him. Or we, we, we assume he's dead. I mean, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Um, and Ant-Man was okay. I, I would have liked well, again, it to be a little more. Well, again, this is your favorite movies, not yeah, 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 yeah. okay movies. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris, uh, what are your favorites? I'm on the fence still. Uh, Denver, I'm sure, as you know, you and I can see eye to eye. You already know where I'm going. I think Mark's on the same page. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Star Wars. Okay, I know that's kind of cliche, but a very close second is uh, Mad Max uh, Fury (sighs) Road. Um, And then uh, I'm again, I'm a a big eye candy kid, so I'm going to go with Avengers, though. I understand your your criticisms and concerns, and I think they killed Quicksilver only because he's going to be in the next X Men movie and um, you know two Quicksilver movies. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is just all theoretical for me. Those are different studios, right? Different studio. Yeah, I wonder if there was like some kind of agreement between the the studios. You know, well, they can use the names; they just can't call them mutants. Correct. They can Marvel can use the names. Just that's why instead of in uh, Agents of Shield, they're Inhumans. They're not mutants. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mark, what was your? Uh, I know it looks like you got a list there. <laughs> we can't forget about The Martian. Really yeah, yes, we can. Yeah, we can. No, no, no. Yes, that is one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, yeah. This was Stick definitely with your comics. Okay? This is the, definitely <laughs> the year of sci-fi. It might have been horrible for right. superhero movies. No, I have. I haven't seen it. I, I'm, I'm sure he's right. This was Ridley Scott's return to form? Um, of course, I uh, agree with Star Wars and Ant Man. Especially with my stellar review, that was the second most popular YouTube <laughs> v- video that we did this year. Was the Ant Man review with oh, Mark and Casey? Uh, oh, very nice. So go check it out on YouTube. So okay. My favorite movie of the year has really nothing to do with sci-fi or comics. It's called Spotlight. It's about the Boston Globe's investigation into the Catholic Church's. Oh, it's got movies. all the comic book characters in yeah, it. It might as well. They might as well have capes yeah, on. That's why he's voting for it. Yeah. We <laughs> talked about that in their very first podcast. Yes. Um, and uh, it follows probably one of the best ho- retro horror movies to come out in a long time. Great, you, great horror. Ever film. seen that? It's basically John Carpenter meets David Lynch. It was a, just a great movie. Yeah, um, the Gift with uh, Joel Edgerton and Jason Bateman. That was oh a really great thriller. No, yeah. no, it was a it was like a uh, an eighties throwback to like Fatal Attraction. Yeah, it's oh man, it was just so good. Really. You know, okay. it's nothing a forty-five wouldn't have fixed. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. The Hateful Eight. That that movie should have ended in like the the opening credits. The gift. Fat. Sorry. Go ahead. Books. <laughs> um, Mad Max, of course. Oh uh, my god. The film Ninety Nine Homes, starring Andrew Garfield and Michael Shannon, which should be so a Spider-Man compa- versus General Zod, basically. Which should be a companion piece <laughs> to The Big Short. It's all about yep. real estate and homes. Um, Sicario. 
Uh, these are not science fiction yeah, know, or sci. These are the uh, best films your of list the year. Sucks. Yeah, you're you're on the wrong fucking show, dude. So I'll keep my comic books, and you take your fucking non-comic, non-sci-fi, yeah, I'm gonna start shitty about drama Abby fucking movies well, and take all, them the fuck out of here. First of all, Mad Max suck. I tried to watch Dang. that the other day. I fell asleep on it. The old one or the new one? The new one. It's thank sucks. you, very, I no, thank no. you. Absolutely. Fury Road is the. Fury Hands Road is down, furious one of, trash. One of the best movies of the year. Every critic will agree. Which, Every which, award which speaks to the award. state of movies in this Today. country for 2015. No, no, it was a movie that they refused to dumb down. You know, I think it went over a lot. Of Wait, they heads. didn't dumb it down? <laughs> no, because they didn't explain anything. They just right. let the story right. they unfold didn't explain in front anything. of you. That movie yeah, right. right, right. In a, a world with no water and no gasoline, that's all they did was right. drive across a fucking desert and with no gasoline. Stop and go back because, no. you know. There was yeah. water and there was gasoline. They were hoarding it so that the average person didn't <laughs> you have hope it. yes they did have water we saw the water yes yeah no uh i would say that this is definitely the year of sci-fi because you had star wars you had fury road oh my god the fury Trash, the martian and let's not forget ex machina ex machina i was just gonna say that, that was an awesome movie. okay now that i'll give you that, that one was and one jupiter, of my jupiter ascending as bad as it was that was another sci-fi yeah yep and that's then, insurgent yeah, another mediocre one. Ant Man. Well, the other, yeah, that Hunger was Games. Kind of Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. Was the now I think right behind sci-fi, and this is not directly related to uh, to comic books or sci-fi, but it was a great year for the spy movie. Because oh, you had Spectre. You had the, the Kingsman, which I thought was, that was the best. The, of the yeah. Kingsman was this excellent. Year. Then you had the Mission Impossible movies. That was good. That was. Yep. That was. I was. Well, Furious Seven. Furious Seven in the in the destroying Abu Dhabi skyscraper. Yeah, but that's a kind of a crappy movie. I'm not a big what? Furious Seven there's, fan. What? There's but you like drove Fury a Maserati Road. from one skyscraper to the other, man. Like that was awesome. Man from Uncle, another spy movie. Yeah, yeah we we like Fury Spy. Spy, yep, that was uh, that was good. That, that was, was a, funny. That was a lot of fun. That was very funny. Hanks collaboration. And unfortunately, Spectre, it was while it was good. I think compared to all these other spy movies, kind of pales in comparison. Interesting. I would put it behind the Kingsman, Mission oh, Impossible. Oh, so that not the same. Question. Not the same class. No, not the no. same class. I would actually, if there were subcategories. Yes. So, so well, then from adds, old school to new school, there was a big difference. I mean, it was so, kind of a classic Bond movie. I was just about to say. So and it was means, good. So but it that also means falls into is, the trend of one's good, one's bad with James Bond. Yes. Every other one, you know. So does that mean Bond is outdated? It's a now? fifty. No. It's a fifty-year-old premise. The next Bond, the two will be movies, good. the Kingsman, the Kingsman and Spy, are twenty-first century spy movies. Spectre is. It's no particular year, but it's it's Ian Fleming's late fifties Cold War view of spying, which is completely different. Right, and can't and unfortunately that it went away. The world's gone to hell in a handbasket. But that's another story. Um, not in the same category of spy movies. Yeah, but and Mission Impossible. Um, I actually I actually liked it, but anything with. Um, uh, Tom what was Cruise. it? Uh, Shaun of the Dead is um, oh Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy Ethan his Hunt humor. Is the new He's great. James Bond for today, I think. Yeah. You know, Who? Ethan Hunt. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now let's talk about our favorite uh, TV shows. This was if 
if the movies were a bad year for superheroes, it's a great year. The TV, TV shows were was, great. Yeah, it was awesome. So Nick, what was uh, no favorite? Uh, I'm afraid I'm I'm like completely behind. Uh, I'm on right now. I'm on season four of the Gilmore Girls, so that should just tell you <laughs> where I am. It just came to Netflix. That's absolutely right. Well, hey man, well, you know what? Well, it's a good star, show. That Nick. Made a good Wonder Woman. What's yeah. her name? Yeah, Lauren something. Lauren, Lauren Graham. Graham. Yeah. She would have made a good Wonder Woman. Okay, so it's wait, actually wait, a very Nick, funny was, show, Nick. There was no no sci-fi, no geeky shows or anything. I'm trying to watch? think. I mean, uh, there's not much going on. I, I mean, in terms of like you know, the problem is I don't have cable or Netflix, so I'm kind of the odd man out. I, I, I mean, I could watch Supergirl, but I, I didn't. It didn't really grab me. Agents of it's Shield. It's more for kids. Agents of yeah. Shield hasn't oh, really grabbed me. Um, and I, I hate the fact that hour-long shows only have 40 minutes of content and the rest are commercials. I have a really hard time watching an hour-long show on network TV. I usually wait till I can binge it without commercials. You need to embrace your local library. So do I do need – I, I want to get Arrow. I want to get The Flash. You know, I, I do want to get – especially I want to get Daredevil. I keep hearing how great that show yeah. is. Um, and, and especially with all the other Marvel characters – um, Jessica Jones, I haven't seen. Oh. Uh, there's a new Agent Carter film coming out, I yeah. believe, or a yeah. miniseries. Yeah. Her se- yeah. The season's season. about to start season uh, in two. a couple weeks. So I, so, so there's me. I got to just catch up on everything. So unfortunately, I can't give you a favorite. So right, I'll Q. turn it over to Q. Well, I that's all I do is watch the the TV show. So I actually got a top five. It's gonna be quick. Go ahead. So number five is um is going to be Supergirl. Which was actually I like Supergirl. The, yeah. the premise and everything is re- is really really. And when I said it was for kids, I'm talking about comparatively speaking to Jessica Jones. For it's G- yeah, it's yeah, yeah. G-rated. Well, because, yes, G-rated. Correct. Supergirl. But Supergirl is the same thing as Superman. You can't have Supergirl not instilling the hope, the truth, the justice in the American right. way. Yeah, hard edge Supergirl wouldn't yeah, work. No, it's just not going to work. <laughs> exactly. Number four would be uh, Agents of Shield. Even though I, I'm in and out on it, it's still... It's very hit or miss, miss but when it's yeah. good, it's, it's very good. good. It's yeah. good. It's always better right after a Marvel movie comes out. Yes. It's always... The next two or three episodes or right before, or right before it comes out because it's... they cause, Because it coincides, everything has to flow, and it flows very well once those movies come out. All right, next. Number three would be... Um, Gotham. Gotham, I say it all the time. If you get past the fact that it's Jim Gordon and, and you it's know. It's a crime show, it's a not crime a superhero show. show. It's not a superhero show, but it's actually a very good show. Number two would be Jessica Jones. Brad quoted it. I watched four, I watched 11 episodes in two days. It's a great show. Great yeah. show. It is an excellent show. Okay, and number one would be Flash and Arrow, because I really consider them Cheater. one show. Well, I consider them one show because they always, without Arrow, there would be no Flash. A lot of crossover. It's a lot it? of crossover, so I consider them one show. And and I know people, a lot of people get flack because Arrow has a lot of makes use of a lot of Batman villains. But if you if I'm gonna post this on Twitter, if you can give me one Arrow villain. One Green Arrow villain that I can sit there and say, for 22 episodes, he's going to have a problem with him, I will I will stop watching Arrow. I will. There are no Arrow villains, Green Arrow villains, that can sustain a 22-episode season. All right, Brad? Hmm. Uh, Jennifer Jones? 
Yay. Nice ass. Yes. Um, Daredevil. Yay. Okay. Nice ass. No, just kidding. Um, wow. Thanks for telling us that, man. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, guy wears a skin-tight suit. He's got to be in good shape. Nice horns. And I am yeah, not right. in a skin-tight suit shape, so... I'm impressed with anybody who can pull that off. No comments, Mr. Beardman. Um, Tell <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the Kanja Club. Yes, there you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's getting I, geeky I, in here. Yeah, it's a little strange. Like oh, God. <laughs> you guys um, are great. Yeah. I was actually thinking uh, I just saw the, uh, the Abominable Bride the the latest Ooh, the Cumberbatch episode, yes. Cumberbatch Sherlock uh, Sherlock uh, episode oh, and that was I think qualifies as um, sci-fi because the entire episode takes place in his head and it's so well written no, no 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 I'm not well you you find out really fast yeah. that that's what's going on but it was it was really something I I yeah okay I. Th- <laughs> I think that um, I think that that show, even though it takes like two years for them to make an episode, uh, that was definitely wor- worth a watch. And it's uh, two weeks from s- two weeks from tonight. It's coming out again on your local PBS. It's well worth a watch. And you can see it in theaters. They are releasing it theatrically. If really? Not a PBS watcher. You oh, can I had see no it idea. Big screen. Yeah, because those are ninety-minute yeah. little movies. Essentially, right, what they right. do with those. Yeah. I, so we we watched that. That was good. Um, I'm st- I need to catch up on Agents of Shield. Um, and I need to catch up on Agent Carter. I need a um, I need a free uh, online enterprise that will allow me to do that. Um, I got one for you. Okay, good. We'll we'll have to link it. Other than that, um, I don't watch that much television. Mark, uh, I would have to start. Oh, Big Bang Theory. Love that show. Totally sci-fi. Go. Sorry. Um, not in any particular order, but I would say five of my favorite would be Flash, Gotham, Daredevil. Um, the, the Walking Dead. Now let me ask oh, you: I need with to the start Walking Dead, a lot of people accused it of jumping the shark with the whole Glenn. Is he dead? Is he not dead? What What was your feeling with that? I didn't mind it personally. Me is either. he dead? Well, did you watch as, it? As most people who watch episode? it know no. that Walking Dead has no problem killing people off, and we so we we thought that Glenn was dead, and they actually. Uh, took a few episodes before we circled back around and found out that he was, in fact, not dead. And I actually found that to be refreshing because they kill everybody it's off so like, easily. They almost they, they left it open for, like, the fans to decide. Well, I knew like, he wasn't Like, the fans were dead, saying, no, he, he can't be dead. So they decided to go, well, we won't make him dead now. Didn't they do that with Beth or the blonde girl that was in it? They well, killed she, her no, and then they brought say, her back? Shot in the head. I was going to say, die. what was that show where... where um, she had the dream that the guy died, and she opened the shower. And he was in there or something. Oh, Dallas, yeah, Dallas. <laughs> An entire season was just a dream. Right. They put a Dallas moment. Okay, that was four shows. Okay. My best show is not sci-fi or comics, but it's Fargo. That was my favorite show. There were UFOs in that show, so I I'll give would, it. I'll give it to you. That That's would, a okay. stretch. That's that like theoretically called. That was, actually that, that was great. Show, that was great. And show. that was one of those shows where the second. Season was just as good, if not better, than the. Now that show's season. funny, right? That's it's good. got a lot of laughs, a lot in of that dark throughout. humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. Coen Brothers. Us. They kept the, you know, they kept the theme. Yeah, I, I heard inside. it was a lot like the movie that they kept the 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 oh, yeah. the, 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 the weird the dark humor through it. So yeah. I'm gonna yeah, have to watch that too. The first season was great. 
They flash back for the second season. First season takes place in the movie took place in 1987. The the, the first season of the show takes place in 2006. The, the the era of the second season takes place in 1979. Correct. So yeah. it's it's wow, a, that's crazy. The whole characters. the whole series the whole series um, is a back uh, was a uh, flashback. It, but they were played by different actors because they were younger right. in oh, the okay. second season. This is how to do a prequel the right way. <laughs> they, it even has tell that the It even has Bruce Campbell in it from Evil Dead playing Ronald Reagan campaigning for his presidency. <laughs> I love Bruce Campbell <laughs> traveling through the Midwest. That <laughs> came back on uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. I was gonna put that in my top. Okay, I, okay, I, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I agree with Q. I, I'm on the same page. The two Netflix That's Marvel shows too. were awesome. Right. Gotham, I really enjoyed. The uh, Flash, I haven't seen. I'm behind. Okay. Uh, I've got them all recorded, so I'll be watching that. Okay. Um, Walking Dead, I watched. Love. I watched uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. They just had the final episode of the season. Uh, was last night. It was great. It captures all of the elements that you love from the Evil Dead movies, the gore, the splatting, the comedy, but it does it in a completely fresh and different way, so it's not just a rehash. It's not the same story. It's not the same characters, Sweet. except for Ash. So it's on Stars. I actually did have to subscribe to Stars I, I to got to see the, the, uh, every episode on demand, except for the last one. Oh, I haven't okay. seen that yet. So, so yeah, oh, that, that, that's highly that. recommended. Um, the I, I, I don't think many people watched it, but this was the last season of Falling Sky, which was the TNT Oh, my. I can't show. believe I forgot Falling Skies. That was a lot of fun. It peaked a few years ago. That's with ago. Noah Weil? Correct. Okay. Yep, the yeah, I don't Spielberg get cable, so I missed it when they moved it. is... The last two Go ahead, seasons, say tits. I, I, I dare you. It's tits. The last two seasons I didn't think were as good as the no. previous ones. I, I think it was like season three where it really was just awesome. It was a great mm-hmm. show. Still good. Uh, so I, I just got to, since that one ended, I got to kind of throw that I one a bone there. That that was, um, yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've, I watched. That was really good. And... Uh, I'm trying to think. I thought there was something else, and I'm totally drawing a blank. But she got them. Agent Carter. Them. Agent, Agent Carter. Carter. Yeah. That, no, I'm with you guys on all your selections. I, I'm with you. So Chris, Fear the Walking Dead. I'm like kind of uh, in the same boat Z-Nation. with Nick to the extent that I don't have cable. Um, I I know. Uh, I my stepson's always watching Arrow and Flash. I, you know, you like it's the same one and the same. A flero, the same. if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ash, no, <laughs> that sounds like a flaming arrow. That's not yeah. uh, oh, Wait a minute now. Stop um, villains. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Uh, Stop you know, before so I, I put my. She's always getting a freak on, so she's you know. Um, I love Jessica, and uh, that's that's the extent of it. Um, but hey, I am excited about season five of Samurai Jack. So I'll just throw that, that in is there. Oh, it's coming back then, It's coming eh? back. And speaking Mortimer. of stuff that's coming How back. Do they, who, who's going to play the character that Mako voiced? Because he's dead. I don't know. I could do an impression. Yeah. Not Have a good one. He was hysterical. For, uh, that guy had a sense of humor. Ghostbusters. Female Ghostbusters. Oh, please. Oh, well, we're going to we're gonna talk about that next week. We're okay. going to do... 2016 look ahead. Okay. But since Chris brought up animation, I will say probably my all-time favorite show of the year, and I can't believe I drew a blank on it, was on uh, Comedy Central, Rick and Morty. 
You guys got to check it out. It is the funniest thing. It's basically a hard R-rated animated version of Back to the Future. It is hilarious. You got to check it out. Okay. You got to check it out. And then my kids uh, watch obsessively uh, Teen Titans Go. That shows. And it's a kid kids. show. When I first started watching it, I hated it because I was like, this is not a superhero show. Thank you. Because it's just superheroes doing non-superhero things. things. Right. It's a day in the life show. But because they watch it so much and I've seen so many episodes, I've kind of grown accustomed But there's a lot of it. jokes in it. Yes. It's hilarious. Yes. They're it's constantly needling each other yes. and, and cracking wise. It's Ren now. and Stimpy meets the <laughs> super friends, essentially. <laughs> So I, yeah, I, I, I like Teen Titans, out. the original. That was that was a fun original. show. Well, but at least had... at least once a show, they went out and beat somebody up. Yeah, this one there's almost no super villains okay. or any yeah. fighting. I, once in a while, but you know, uh, I I will just quickly before we wrap it up, I wanted to give a shout out to a couple of uh, soundtracks and podcasts from 2015 that you guys should all check out. Entertainment Weekly on the SiriusXM channel that they have, they do uh, every Monday afternoon, I don't know the exact time, they do a show called Entertainment Weirdly. So it's three of their writers who kind of cover the superhero sci-fi beat for the magazine. They kind of go behind the scenes of all the movie sets and people that they've interviewed. So that's a really good uh, show to check out if you have SiriusXM. The Nerdist has a great, great podcast. Um, that's Chris Hardwick, who does oh, all right, the right, right. Dead uh, episodes. He's a stand-up. Uh, does a lot ju- of tweeting. Yes. Uh, he's, yeah, kind of an uh, uh, internet guru. Um, he did a great one-hour in-depth interview with Kathleen Kennedy. Um, so you don't really get to hear much about her. He kind of talked about you know, her coming up as Spielberg's assistant and how she kind of rose through the ranks. Um, and then they just interview all kinds of different actors, artists, musicians, but all kind of with a kind of geeky focus. Um, and then there's another really good podcast I've been listening to called um, Stuff You Should Know. And they did a recent episode all about the Star Wars holiday special. Oh, uh, God, I remember it was, that. It was hilarious. And that you can actually see there's a new pristine version someone posted on YouTube. So if you want to watch This is it, from like 1978. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And it, if you're not familiar with it, just go into it blind. It's better that way because your mind yeah. will be blown at how bad it is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's got all of the Star Wars. I liked it. I was a little kid when it came out. It was the first thing to come out after Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, I know it's really bad now. But it was like the, a Sunny and Cher episode of Sunny and Cher. It had Harrison <laughs> Ford in it. It had Mark Hamlin. It yep. had Carrie Fisher. Yep. had Darth R2-D2, Vader. Yeah. It had the whole cast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Variety, but it that's also, exactly it right. Also that's exactly Arthur, what it was. <laughs> Art Carney. Art Carney. Yeah, the only problem with this latest YouTube post is the best thing about that special was the first appearance of Boba Fett in an animated short. Correct. And that has been removed for copyright purposes because I guess whoever owns that little animated short basically said, "I'm going to sue your." Oh ass. wow, that's so, too bad. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, and so soundtracks is just a few soundtracks, of course. Force Star Awakens, Wars. John Williams. Yep. Just because, you know, I think he mirrors the movie perfectly. There's just enough of the old themes 
that mm-hmm. suck you in, but then there's enough new great some themes. great new themes. Ray, Snokes, really Snokes like Ray, uh, the uh, the uh, resistance. I love the rousing resistance music when the ships are flying out of the water. Um, disappointingly missing from that soundtrack, it doesn't have the. Uh, Music from the bar. Oh, the, the cantina. The, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 not no, that. The That's reggae. No, the Star Wars. The new one. We're talking about Force Awakens. The reggae music. Oh, yeah. The reggae music. Yeah, the reggae music yeah, 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 in yeah, yeah. the bar. Yeah, they didn't put that on the soundtrack for some Oh, I didn't reason, like that. So. I did, I'd rather them have the That's original too bad. Music. And then a couple other good Well, then buy the Star Wars soundtrack if you want the original Star Wars score, not the new one. Okay. What else wow. we got? I bought I Avengers. Guys, hello. Soundtrack. I really like that one. And who does the... I forget the one guy, but the reason I like it so much is because Danny Elfman had a part in it, and it, I could go back and I could tell um, with, with some of it, you can hear some of his uh, Beetlejuice sort of um, sleepy hollow flair into it once you really isolate yourself and you listen to it. So, um, the, the, uh, James Horner, the guy that did the I Avengers? thought that no, was... No, Alan oh, he's Celestri dead. originally. Celestri, okay. Yeah. So, and then my favorite all-time score of this year is... Mark mentioned it. Uh, it follows has a great, great yeah. soundtrack. Oh my God! I think that movie half of the success is based on that soundtrack. Just can crazy. I just throw that into one of my favorites of the year? By the way, uh, I forgot about that one. But yeah, oh, it, it follows, it follows yeah. is just a fantastic uh, in the tradition of a Blair Witch or a Night of the Living Dead, a low budget masterpiece. Yes. Okay. Definitely. And finally, it's not a technically it's not a soundtrack, but John Carpenter released an album of new music called Lost Themes. So they sound like there's uh, songs plucked right from uh, nice. movies that he never made. And so uh, that's kind of a cheat, but uh, you got to go check it out if you're a fan of John Carpenter. Carpenter. And yeah. uh, Again, I love his music oh, probably yeah. just as much as I love his uh, you know. His They're movies. part of his movies. They, they, you got to have that, key, that electronic music that he does. Yep. So I think that's it, unless anybody else... Has anything else? No. I, well, I wanted to talk about movie the 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 list of B movies that we never saw. That a couple of these sound really interesting. Now um, wait, were these in theaters? Did they ever get the? I or you know I was video? looking for a list. I wa- I wanted to assemble a list. Like Mark had a list of these are all my movies. So I wanted to see all the movies that were released. I did a Google search for um, 2015 sci-fi movies, and. I found like three places, IMDb, and then there was um, wherever this came from, uh, movie something. But not a lot of them. Everybody had a, here's the best. It's like, no, I want them all. So what I got was The Dross, okay? But here's a movie that I think that if it came out, and I like the premise, all I have is a a little thing. It's a 90-minute movie called 400 Days. And it says, in preparation for a journey into deep space, a group of four astronauts spend 400 days in an incredibly realistic space capsule simulator. Here's the kick. Only to discover that their mission may not be as simulated as they were led to believe. So can you imagine, like in, uh, what was it, uh, Capricorn? What is it? Uh, Capricorn 1. Right, Capricorn 1, where they were saying, we're going to Mars, and what they really did it in a soundstage Getting a bunch of guys together and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a simulation, see how things go, and really send them to Mars." I, Interesting. It's, it's got to be on DVD. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, this one is a, a movie that I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's, it's, oh, here, here, here. 
this one, and I think this is like a, I think I saw this movie, but I don't think it was a circle. I think it was a cube. Um, this is called Circle, 87 Minutes. Held captive and faced with their imminent executions, 50 strangers are forced to choose the one person among them who deserves to live. Okay, good right? premise. Yeah, ah, now that sounds Yeah, you amazing. would want, right? It's not quite Saw, right? But not, not quite, quite there's a couple of things. Um, and let me see. Oh, here, Bruce Willis released a movie last year. Did you see it? No. Never heard no. of it. What's it called, you ask? Vice. Nice. Okay, 96 minutes, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a, a, a 4%, <laughs> <laughs> which is why you never heard of it. So um, Julian Michaels, played by Bruce Willis, has designed the ultimate resort, Vice, where anything goes and the customers can play out their wildest fantasies with artificial inhabitants who look, think, and feel like humans. Sounds like Westworld to me. When an artificial, Amber Childress, becomes self-aware and escapes, sounds like Ex Machina, she finds herself caught in the crossfire between Julian's mercenaries and a cop, Thomas Jane, who is hell-bent on shutting down vice and stopping the violence once and for all. Wow. Yeah, how did we miss that? Sounds action-packed. Yeah. 4%, seriously. that's how right. we missed it. Exactly. All right, exactly. We're, we're running out of time. Okay. Give us a quick rundown. What else you got um, on the list? There's just a couple. There, uh, here. Uh, no, this is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a, uh, it's called Another World. It's 100 minutes. I won't go into it, but to say that if I read this, you'll think that's, um, what was the, the movie with, uh, oh, the girl from, uh, oh, ah. The redheaded girl, the skinny redheaded girl, uh, 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 Resident Evil. Oh, Mila, Mila, Jovovich. Mila, Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Right. This that's is, you read this, and it's like, that's what it is. Here's a bunch of people. The world's been infected. They're trying to stay away from the infected things, and then they're trying not to get infected themselves. In other words, the only movie she's ever been good in. No, she was in The Fifth Element. In which case okay. she was awesome. That was the, the best movie ever. Okay, I'm sorry. Ever. The only movie, the Violet other, too. other only movie. She's Suffice it to say, the list goes on. I won't bother you with it, but if there was 40 good movies, there was 100 shitty movies. Well, maybe that should be another I future think episode. The, the I worst of 2015. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to do the worst. Or that we never, ever heard of. Am I, we got to do I, the worst. All righty. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Yes. I think we did a, I think we, uh, we covered it. Um, I think we can put it to bed. Everybody, make sure and stop by uh, comicsbearsci-fi.com. Um, Check out our YouTube page. Follow us on Twitter. And ableideas.com. Buy some comic books. Make our sponsor happy. March 25th. What's March 25th? Dude. March 25th. Tell that to Kanja Club. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We will win March 25th. Oh, this is Brad with Comic Experience Sci-Fi. We'll see you next time.